0: I'm Nathan. And I'm Dave. And we are experts in a field that should not exist.
1: Welcome to Rough in the Diamonds. The show where we review the most out of place. And the most iconic episodes. Of the greatest TV series. Rough in the
0: Diamonds.
1: The brain is the human body's most mysterious organ. The mind's a freaky thing, Elliot. Maybe she does hear singing. She's cuckoo pants. Run some more tests, interpret a psych. I'm Nathan. And I'm Dave.
0: And last week, we were in hell.
1: Yes, the medical hell.
0: Last week was a medical emergency.
1: It was. It was absolutely awful. I hated it. (laughs) We had a great time, but just having to watch that episode was just... Oh, man, that was a chore, man. Mate, Mary Amber definitely got us through it. Um,
0: And only part one of our medical musical series...
1: This time, though, it was a shining light in in an otherwise dark place. Today's episode was a pleasant surprise. I I normally, like,
0: enjoy the episodes that we do, but it's not very often that I actually say that was a sensational episode all by itself.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was happy to watch through this episode again multiple times just because I had an absolute ball with it.
0: And a really good example of how to actually do musical episodes. We've only... Done too on this show, and I guarantee you, Dave, there are a lot more to come. I can only cross my fingers and hope that they're going to be more like this.
1: Even if they're not, though, we'll we'll do it just for you, the fans, because <laughs> that's what we do
0: here at Rough and the Diamonds. That's true. We will just lap it up, Dave. What's our episode today?
1: Today's episode is Scrubs, season six, episode six, my musical. Ruff. 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 Ruff.
0: Ruff. J.D. and Elliot have a woman collapse in the park very conveniently close to them for story reasons who they rush off to the
1: hospital where they work. And they start singing to her, saying... Are you okay, Mm ma'am? How many fingers do you see? All through song. And the woman starts saying, Why are are you singing? singing? Why am I singing? Why is everyone singing? singing? (laughs) And they're singing...
0: Like, real conversational items. Yeah. A, a number one thing that came up in our last episode that needed to happen. People need to sing the things that they just say
1: normally. Yeah, it was just sort of, oh, let's throw in this song that has to do with saving people's lives. And that, That'll do.
0: Mom's heart is How to save a life. And I loved that once they got to the Sacred Heart Hospital, I know that I said this in the last episode that if you were going insane, if your brain was broken and you're seeing people singing all this stuff, shouldn't it be these big-like song and dance numbers? Wouldn't, you be, wouldn't your imagination be running wild and having all these crazy events happen? And that's exactly what happens
1: to her when they open the back of that ambulance. It felt very much like a musical number you'd see on Broadway. It's everyone, yes. even all the minor characters, even people who you barely see in this TV show at all or at least while some of them might not be singing they're still sort of dancing and just getting into it and it it was really great I loved that opening and for us such a great intro to the show if you'd never seen Scrubs before this
0: is actually a really good place that you could start watching it (laughs) you get to know (laughs) what people do there you see the characters you get told the name of the place it's all really nice and clear I love that the moment she was out of earshot everyone walked away and it was back to normal
1: yeah, that was really cool to sort of cut
0: a clean cut. It, it told us, yes, this is fictional and it is happening inside her brain. And even though we're moments into this storyline, we know exactly what's going on.
1: I really appreciated it. First five minutes, we know exactly what is going on. We weren't puzzling it, trying to figure out, okay, is this real? Is this fake? What's up here?
0: <laughs> and one of the guys was dancing around with a with a trolley that had a, a zipped up cadaver in it. <laughs> Yeah. In a body bag. And when he got to the end, I think he couldn't finish closing up the zip. He left it in the car park.
1: (laughs) That was great. And speaking of that part, in that opening song, there was a bit where they're talking about all the people who are in this hospital and they're singing. Doctors, nurses, patients, dead guys. The uh, intern or whoever he is who's wheeling the stretcher with the body bag in it. It's like got the dead guy's hand and he's like waving it. Brilliance. It was absolute (laughs)
0: brilliance. All the key cast could be there. All the supporting cast could be there. It could be glamorous. It could be wonderful. And it tells us that at the moment, this is just some surreal, confusing, exciting thing that's kind of happening to her. There's no reality of what could be wrong.
1: Yeah. And um, it isn't really until later in the episode that um, they
0: see how serious it is. Um, I think that's because, first of all, everything comes down to
1: poo. That's true. I am the great, mighty poo. So that was one of the first songs after after that intro was a song about poo, actually, and a very good one, funnily enough. Everything comes down to poo. Check the, check the poo. Check the poo. Check the poo. Check the poo. I've been check shot. The check the poo.
0: <laughs> I got poo in my eyes. Check I the poo. Check the
1: poo. <laughs> Who's first him, then you?
0: <laughs> the storytelling <laughs> element stays the same, though?
1: Yeah, because they're using that song to tell her that, okay, we need to take this, a, a still sample to see whether it's, you know, a medical problem or if it's a problem in your mind. So that song is serving a purpose while being entertaining.
0: And in our last episode, Mary made it really clear that a singing episode is something that could really enhance, like, a mundane event. And that's exactly this. Something otherwise, like, important but mundane and taboo in in their world becomes a really, really
1: enjoyable <laughs> song and dance. Yeah, I mean, if it was a regular episode, they just would have said, okay, we need, need you to take a still sample. And then that would have been it. That, that would be it. But they just made it into this beautiful one and a half, two minute long song with lots of people from the hospital joining in. And I love, and this is throughout
0: the whole episode, the consistency of the people singing are the ones who are in proximity to her. It's as she's being pushed on this wheelchair. She's imagining those doctors and the people around them singing that song. And as they leave, they clearly go back to being normal people again. There was not coincidentally some guy who got poo flung in his eye, walked by at that moment. That was part of her fiction. And the moment that he got out of her sort of earshot and out of her attention, he was just a normal dude
1: with whatever was happening to him. And that was really cool, wasn't it? That they just basically kept up that sort of continuing on and saying, yes, this is clearly in her mind. It's just giving us as the audience, as the viewers, just a very small clue to just say, yes, she's seeing this in her head. She's hearing this in her head. Everyone else just goes back to their normal lives after encountering her.
0: Oh, I know exactly what you're saying. Like, just because it's a comedy doesn't mean your writing has to be the level of happy days. It's a comedy, but that doesn't mean that you can't be really particular and careful with how you're depicting the physics of that universe.
1: Yeah. I mean, we don't need to jump over any sharks here. And we
0: really didn't. They they mixed up all the different sort of musical numbers. There was like Barbershop Quartet... Big band,
1: gospel, rhythm and blues pieces. Yeah, I really liked the uh, song where Carla is talking to Turk, her husband, when he says, "Oh, something." He makes some comment about her being Puerto Rican, and then she says, "No." For the last time, Turk, I'm Dominican. And then that starts a whole song about her telling him that you know. Why don't you pay attention to me? Things like that. Why don't you, like, remember these basic facts about my background?
0: Um, and, And all the sorts of arguments and discussions these characters, like, have out in the open on that show. So completely conceivable that this woman would be privy to all this sort of stuff. And this is how her mind would interpret it.
1: Exactly. They're literally near her bed when they are having this argument slash
0: song. Dr. Cox even did a very model of a modern major general type of song. And unlike Grey's Anatomy, it wasn't that we had a couple of lead cast who could sing ridiculously well, so we shone the spotlight on them. And every now and again, you try to force someone into the background. The main character, Meredith Grey, just being part of a chorus and you couldn't even hear it anyway. But they'd find and write something suitable to what they could pull off.
1: Exactly. And even, I will admit, like the characters in the actors from Scrubs couldn't quite sing as well as maybe the ones in Grey's Anatomy. But, like, I still enjoyed these songs far more, mainly because, as you said, they are Things that they would be saying rather than just randomly singing a song. So, like like he said, that Cox song was basically him ranting about how much JD annoys him, which is kind of a running theme in the show.
0: I think that's fair. I think if you're putting, like, lining them up in terms of their performances, that you would say that the Grey's Anatomy was a more professional performance and, and maybe some people with better voices. Um, in a way of speaking it, it wasn't the same like recording level Or anything like that But I'm also going to say like And not a criticism but I'm going to say There was also no auto-tune Clearly used in the Scrubs episode And I will do a drop for you And show you where auto-tune came in In, in Grace Anatomy It's definitely there
1: Let him know that you know best Cause after all you do know best All right, yeah,
0: yeah. If you're going to listen to a playlist of the song sung on Grey's Anatomy versus the song sung on Scrubs, which one would you pick?
1: Oh, mate, Scrubs, 100%. Yeah, it's no
0: no question. Absolutely no question. They're having fun with what they do. They're they're all, like, clearly getting into it. Even old mate who who played the janitor, sometimes I was like, can he sing? And sometimes he sang quite well. I don't think that a more serious show would have given him a chance. But what he did was amazing.
1: Yeah, he only had like a small little bit. And even then, that gave us insight as to how his sort of antagonistic relationship with JD began. It's
0: funnily enough, like, it would be a great episode to start watching the show from. I feel like
1: you get all the
0: background
1: yeah like you get an idea of everyone just just from this one episode is great
0: and if you pay attention you can see at all times
1: the patient do we ever get the patient's name? <gasps> I don't think they even say it I don't think they even say Isn't it once or maybe maybe they did but I can't remember. huh it's like fight club the main character has no name. There's always at least one or two frames where you can see that she is she's witnessing whatever people talking slash singing.
0: Yeah, she's like filling out documents in the very background of the scene.
1: Yeah, and even in the one where, where Carla is considering coming back to work, she's thinking to herself and talking to other people, or oh, should I come back to work? Should I stay home for a year? And even then you can see in the last sort of few seconds of that song, the, the patient being wheeled by and sort of like watching them.
0: And then the camera can move away from her and continue telling the story properly like it should. I believe the final musical
1: number they do is just a short, another short one, about two minutes long, where they're saying, okay, we're going to take you for this final test to make sure we can find out exactly what's wrong with you. If, if it's a mental thing, if it's a physical thing, if you're actually, if you're actually you know, a bit crazy. And they finally do it. And they're saying that, and the whole theme of this song is, we need to find out what's wrong with you, but you have to face the future when the truth comes out. It starts off as kind of an upbeat sort of song. And then by the end of it, it's kind of like sad because she's like afraid for her life. She doesn't know if she's going to make it through this issue. And towards the end of it, she's singing to herself, am I going to be okay? I don't know what's going to happen to me and all the nurses and the doctors are singing to her you're going to be okay that's what's going to happen we're going to be there for you and honestly man i felt more in the two minutes of that song than i did throughout the entire 45 minutes of the Grey's anatomy episode man tell you what yeah that was good that was like an emotional like it hit the emotions where it should like I, i i it was clear that okay yes i'm you know, kind of caring for this character now, even though I don't know her name.
0: Yeah, and it puts you in the shoes of those doctors who actually care about each other and actually care about their patients. Another stark contrast.
1: Rather than that ridiculous hospital of hatred that we know and love in Grey's Anatomy.
0: It did an amazing job from moving between silliness and seriousness. For me, when we got to that song, it... It almost felt like it was too early, like it wasn't. They did, they did absolutely the right thing. They brought those songs that already happened together in that way that musicals do that show you we're like at the crescendo. We're at the point where all these different journeys meet and it's all going to happen and get like really serious now. This is like boss fight kind of music. And that sort of took it to an emotionally serious place out of the silliness. They say, this is the biggest aneurysm I've ever seen. This woman's a ticking time bomb. And suddenly the, the, the contrast from the silliness actually took us down this different different journey. It was really beautiful and really moving. I was really invested at this point, man. Yeah. <laughs> actually cared about what was happening. We didn't have to be like dark all the way through the episode. Like it's, it's bright before and it's going to be bright again. Before we get to another serious point... We're very aware that even though we're having fun, this very big problem is right here. And it's it's there
1: because the songs are still going. Yeah, exactly, because they've estab- established very clearly that she's hearing the singing because of what happened at the start of the episode, because of her mm. fainting.
0: Yeah, I, I hesitate to just continuously make comparisons, but this is where In Grey's Anatomy... They tried to be really serious all the way through and then threw in these fun time, sexy time type songs, and just utterly broke what illusion that they had left. Um whereas the the attitude this takes I I'm I'm very focused on what's going on and I can have fun
1: but also be feeling this concern at the same time. Scrubs has always done that very well. They've always had, you know, plenty of characters cracking jokes, funny things happening, but all all the while there has been something some serious problem in the mm. background that the characters are going to have to face up to at some point in the episode. That's
0: absolutely right. Those tones of fun and concern and compassion can all exist at the same time. Grey's Anatomy, they must be the most depressing doctors. Who would want to be treated by them? They're not going to cheer you up and give you a laugh and put you on the course to recovery.
1: Yeah, I definitely want to be um taking care of at Sacred Heart. Having uh been introduced to all the doctors here, all the nurses. Love it. What a beautiful place to be. If anything goes wrong with me,
0: take me to Sacred Heart. Yeah, man. <laughs> I tell you what, it looks like a nice hospital, but it doesn't look great. I don't actually nice might be an overstatement. It's it's it just seems like a real place in the world that normal normal normal
1: normal yeah. people go when something's exactly. wrong. Precisely. You're next, Lieutenant. Why are you perspiring, Lieutenant? I've been a little clingy with my roommate. Doesn't sound like you, Geordie. By the way, who's the best singer? You, you know, like in your head. Don't let the fact that I went to theater camp affect your decision.
0: Of course. But I would like to run uh, one or two more tests on you, Lieutenant.
1: <sighs> Sick Beta bridge.
0: There's a song that's about us, Dave. There's a song
1: that's about you and me. (laughs) Really love that. That's one of the big
0: hits from that episode. Should we try to do... Should we try to record part of Guy Love?
1: Oh, mate, you know what? I'll do it. Why not? Let's do it.
0: I don't know what to say about the song Guy Love, except that it's basically us.
1: (laughs) It is. It's just a beautiful bromance story. Two best friends just going, doing life together. It's guy love between two
0: guys. That guy love song had more elements that I could count unspoken (laughs) that are just true to their characters. Whether it was JD, like, just failing to hit the highest notes... Or the way that the two dudes would kind of dance together. The choreography was in its own way exceptional. And I don't say that in like a Broadway sense, but I say that in a a sense of their characterization.
1: Yeah, as in like what they're doing is how they probably would dance. Yeah, how they would
0: behave. Their quirks and their mannerisms were like written into how they performed it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I noticed that in some of the songs. It was just sort of a minor thing, but it was there.
0: And I can't remember what song it was, but not only could Turk sing incredibly well, but he had some fantastic dance moves. There was a couple of absolutely, Michael Jackson-esque man.
1: dance moves that showed up. And and in that, so I think it was in the Guy Love song, he does this little Michael Jackson where he sort of pulls on his pants kind of thing and then he does this high pitched grunt that sounds no. exactly like Michael Jackson. <laughs> so good, I love that. <laughs> 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 Shamon
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shamon <laughs>
1: <laughs> we just have one episode where like just a drop over just five minutes of us just doing Michael <laughs> Jackson grunts. <laughs> Actually no, I don't think anyone. I don't think anyone wants to hear that. Shambh you've been hit by a truck. Ow! You're all ignorant. Yeah, they're all
0: ignorant. Blanket, blanket. There's a ghost under the bed. Yeah,
1: yeah, you're ignorant.
0: Oh, I have to tell you at this point, I um, I went and looked at the podcast that the two guys do. Because they are best friends in real life and yes. they're doing
1: a watch through of their own. But they're not up to this episode. actually w- wouldn't mind giving that one a listen. After having watched this episode, I actually really want to go back through and re-watch Scrubs. I've already started. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, you lucky. <laughs> it's really good.
0: <laughs> so this is the point in the episode where we normally have a themed message for our sponsor, Switchnode, explaining that they are the leaders in telecommunications. And if you're a business leader, that they're the right choice for you. The reality is that that is 100% the truth. Switchnode fix internet and phones and make sure your systems work well at your business. It's that simple. But we all know what the big telecommunication providers are like and that they can make things incredibly difficult. So please support this business that supports us and visit switchnode.com.au to learn more. And it's not a long episode. We're already tying up the story elements. Clearly, the guy love situation was something that they just really wanted and needed to do, since it's like the crux of this show.
1: Even though it kind of didn't really add to the story of the episode, it didn't take away from it either, and it still had relevance to, again, the greater story of Scrubs. Spot on, and I'm trying to live in
0: that moment because not just with our previous musical episode, but as we are definitely not going to be able to avoid doing more musical episodes in the future, I just, in my heart, don't believe we're going to see that. I think we're just going to see more of songs put in. Because they could be and rather
1: than they should be, unfortunately. One thing, just as an interesting side note, apparently Scrubs is actually quite medically accurate they mm. um apparently they hired medical professionals as consultants throughout the majority of the show yeah that's true it always got feedback as being the most accurate which is crazy right because it's this fairly for the most part light-hearted comedy series with with drama elements into it and yet it's really medically accurate
0: but yeah this this thing is consistently human i i feel like even as we get to the end of those songs You could probably take the script and it would have just come across largely as a normal script just with choruses in it.
1: Yeah, basically.
0: But Dave, we know that everything is going to be okay when they sing the song, How to Save a Life. life. Did I
1: get that right? Beautiful. Nailed it. Absolutely. Thanks, man. It's funny, so initially, Dr. Cox believes this woman's case to just be another routine case of Ligma, but it's only thanks to JD's mm. pushing that he manages to that they managed to give her another scan to find out, oh, it's actually this serious brain aneurysm.
0: Yeah, I really enjoyed the couple of steps that happened while they believed that it was Ligma. She had to, as well, play a part to get Dr. Cox
1: to agree to the scans. Yeah, and that was... That was actually a pretty funny song. I think that was the one where Cox was ranting about how much JD annoys him. And he's basically saying, oh, look, you know, you're crazy. We don't need to scan you to find that out. And she's like, no, look, I know I'm not crazy. Like, just give me a scan. And he says, you know, oh, get get this annoying JD guy out of my face. And then she basically just stands up and, like, yells at him. Calls him Mary Beth. Says, like, Yeah. <laughs> just like Dr. Cox does. And then he's like, cool, we'll schedule... We'll do your test this afternoon then.
0: It's really good to see a show like this bringing like, a really serious issue like Ligma into public awareness. Because we're not, we don't see enough of that on TV. It's
1: a silent killer, Ligma, and we really need to, um, everyone just needs to do their part. There should be more done to... Yes, to raise Ligma awareness.
0: I know it's on, on Bill, Bill Gates' radar. I mean, I think yeah. we'll be hearing more about Ligma into the future. Definitely. And it's good to see. On another serious note, she's she's shaved bald in preparation for the surgery. And and this was the other like really emotional moment. And she was scared like she someone cut all her hair off. Someone's going to cut her head open um, and go after this scary, scary aneurysm.
1: Yeah, and, like, you could tell because when she's going in for the scan and even during the song, the way she's singing, her voice is sort of cracking and she's saying... Mm, She's just reassuring herself, like, I'm going to be okay, everyone's taking care of me. I've just got to trust the doctors. They use their voices
0: incredibly well. It wasn't just singing, it was the storytelling in
1: it was good. Yeah, exactly. Like, the songs take up the majority of the dialogue. In this episode, and they tell basically ninety-five percent of the story through the songs so well, and he, and you and the whole time, despite it being songs, you know exactly what's going on. It was just,
0: It was it was heartwarming. It wasn't like you just know how to save a life. or oh, this is it. Where we're all filling our energy, and it's just going to work out.
1: How to save a life.
0: It met the character
1: where the character was at. And the way that song was, even though you were pretty sure she's going to be okay, there's still kind of that doubt that, oh, she might not actually make it. They've said it's a serious aneurysm and, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. So there's still that element of doubt.
0: It crossed my mind when they were all singing to her that it was going to be okay that maybe all these characters hadn't even met her. Because I'm sure the janitor's in there. <laughs> Yeah. Elliot did meet her because they collapsed in the park at the very start. So there's a few threads to kind of follow. But it doesn't matter. Because realistically, all they had to do was be in the vicinity. And this lady's brain could help her imagine it. Exactly. Like, that made sense. And it was amazing when she woke up and they asked her if she was still hearing music to suddenly have that background soundtrack of just hospital noise running.
1: It's just that big stark comparison to what she was hearing in her head.
0: It was a shock to me. It felt like when um, someone turns off a really noisy air conditioning unit and all of a sudden it's gone and all of a sudden you're like aware of the lack of noise and all the other noises around. Nice finale.
1: Yeah, really well done. And they even sort of wrapped up with um, saying, oh, you know, everything turned out okay, but sometimes you miss the things that you know, you don't know what you got until it's gone.
0: Mm. It always has that nice, nice button at the end of the episode.
1: Yeah, and I, I guess that was one thing that is because Scrubs is sometimes has JD, the main character, as like a narrator for some parts of it, like he did at the start and the end of the episode. Should she have harmed? I'm no Superman. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: This is what episode. 13, I think. Episode 14 is kind of where we're up to. And we have been, at times, petty. <laughs> and we have absolutely like nitpicked. Petty and <laughs> so we have drawn blood. But i got nothing to say about this. This um, was
1: just masterfully done.
0: My first watch, maybe I thought that the whole I'm Dominican song didn't need to be in there. If there was any fat on the bone, it, it was probably that. But
1: it was really good. Like, like I said earlier, even the songs that didn't really have anything to do with the story were still... Even though they might not have had something to do with the story, they are, again, ca- conversations that the characters probably would be having anyway. Maybe I'm reading too deeply into this. But watching it, I
0: felt like it was something that the actors really wanted to do and
1: really, truly enjoyed in the moment. Yeah, man. I mean, I feel like I would have loved being a part of this if I was an actor. That would have been amazing. Just a <laughs> <know>. great time <laughs> had by everyone just making this romp of an episode. So, Dave, what could have made the episode better? I mean, it's, it's again, making a comparison with Grey's Anatomy, I almost, when it was over, I just thought, this is too short. I want more. By the end of Grey's yeah. Anatomy, I was just tired and just my soul was just destroyed wanting for it to be over. The scrubs, I was just wanting more.
0: And this didn't make it into our previous episode uh, because it was quite long, but I actually watched Grey's Anatomy six times for oh, various reasons mate. in vetting the episode uh, and doing a few different things with it, watching it with you. It just actually culminated in there being six watches. And actually, I got a bit numb to it by the end. It... Oh, dude. But this one, dude, I've, th- three times I've watched this, and I'm sure I've watched it in the past, but three times the show I've watched that episode. That was great every time.
1: I'd yeah, watch it again. I mean, you want
0: to put it on right now? I'll watch it again. 100%, it good. let's do it. <laughs> so, yeah, um, no criticisms from me. Gold stars. Yeah. The, the only thing you could do better is re-release it
1: in full HD. Okay, when did this come out? Because I feel like Scrubs came out in, what, the early 2000s, right? this is the sixth season so it must have been like pre-2010 surely
0: yeah air date january 2007 okay
1: yeah so then you can't really blame him i mean it was in 720 and that was fine re-release it hd uh, what about a cinematic release of like cinematic this one release episode? Uh, honestly i'd go to the cinemas to see it go to the cinema to watch this 23 minute episode. 23 minute episode <laughs> I, i'd do it
0: made money well spent that's all right. It'll go on the rough and the diamond watch list. Yeah, good. We'll do it. Of our approved,
1: approved episodes. Of which there are basically, what, <laughs> like three so far? Few. There are, there are, there are few. a few.
0: Let's just say few.
1: <laughs> it's a way of being smug and superior. They're ignorant. You bring me the rough, but never a diamond stupid and narcissistic he's pushed it too far this time man they learned nothing self-righteous life forms who are eager to prosecute to judge anything they don't understand i don't understand sorry what what the was it something i said
0: all right mate well we're at the point in the episode where with complete and utter ignorant prejudice we give our views on what this episode must be about had we only ever seen this one episode in the series. Okay, so Dave, tell me what is
1: Scrubs about? Scrubs is a show that follows the titular JD Scrubs, who is a doctor at a hospital. There, he meets many weird and wonderful characters, the most important of which being Turk. They start off as best friends, hanging out on every day off and going everywhere together. Eventually, Their friendship blossoms into a truly beautiful bromance, but nobody understands them. Turk and JD eventually tire of the judgmental stares of outsiders, and they decide to follow their hearts. So they quit their jobs, buy an RV, and run away together.
0: That's beautiful.
1: Thanks, I was uh, pretty happy. I I teared up writing that, actually. That's not what I expected at all. So, what, what are your thoughts, Nathan? Tell me, what is Scrubs about? Scrubs is an
0: American television medical drama that follows Dr. John Michael, J.D., Dorian Gray. Dr. Dorian works with a team of diagnosticians at the fictional Sacred Heart Hospital. The show almost exclusively takes place at the hospital with even life outside, ultimately leading characters back towards their medical duties. Dorian has an unhealthy dependency on the people around him. ...destructive to his personal relationships with those same colleagues. Similarly, Dorian often clashes with his fellow physicians... ...including his own team because his hypotheses about patients' illnesses... ...are based on subtle or controversial insights. Each episode, Dorian takes on a new and unique medical challenge... ...pushing the capability of his team to their limits, personally and professionally as they unravel seemingly unsolvable diagnostic mysteries. And that, my friend, is what Scrubs is about.
1: Yeah, definitely more of a serious take than mine, but also very good.
0: You kind of expect there to be, like, a character from another American comedy, similar American comedy, show up in their episode just once. You kind of expect Michael Scott from The Office to show up temporarily for something to be treated. Yeah, he's got just, like just on cut the DL. Or yeah, paper cut. That's a good one. That's really good. I don't think ever in the course of The Office was there someone getting a paper cut.
1: Yeah, it, I mean. Isn't that ridiculous? They work not like, a paper
0: company, right? Yeah, it's a comedy in a paper company. No one ever got a paper cut or got buried under a pile of paper.
1: We should write, like, a, an Office episode together, and it would be them, like, the great paper incident too much paper the great paper the incident, and everyone just gets buried under it
0: well when you and i inevitably write and produce the australian office that sort of thing is just a no-brainer that has to be in there yeah
1: 100 percent. there definitely be also like in one episode i feel or it could either be like a like a b plot in one episode or it could be a recurring theme that some guy has got his like his tape dispenser and it always gets taken he's trying to find his tape dispenser he doesn't doesn't know what happened to it. Is then that like Office snaps.
0: Space? How it's like I believe you Actually, have my I stapler. just
1: just just as I th- said that now I was like oh you know it's kind of like the staple of <laughs> Office Space. Is <You laughs> that like? Man, that was a good movie. I want to watch that again.
0: <laughs> that was a great movie. I made a massive mistake um, in watching that movie the day before I started my first full time office job.
1: Oh dude, you would have been it, just. If,
0: yeah, uh, and it was it was also this incredibly rainy cold week in the middle of winter and my family was away on a holiday (laughs) and it was like the last thing i needed on this like sad lonely cold scary event of starting this new job that i knew nothing about was watching this movie that just told me how terrible office life was (laughs) Oh, and dude. I was going to hate
1: myself. Well, I guess things turned out all right, though. In things the end.
0: turned out great, but oh, my God. <laughs> Wrong lesson to
1: learn. I just wouldn't have wanted to get out of bed, man. Oh,
0: deer in headlights, mate. I was terrified. All right, Dave. So marks the end of our series of musical medical shows. What do we have coming up for the next episode?
1: Okay. So next episode, we will be watching and reviewing... Avatar, The Last Airbender, Season 1, Episode 11, The Great Divide. Brilliant.
0: Love that show.
1: So good, man. Can't wait for it. We haven't had
0: an animated show since December. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to getting into that. Anyway, I'm Nathan, and you can find me on Twitter at Good
1: Only. And I'm Dave, and you can find me on Facebook at Rough and the Diamonds Memes. Or on Twitter at rough in the Diamonds.
0: Music and interstitials by Scott Buckley Music and Headshot to the Heart. And special thanks to our sponsor Switch Note.
1: Thank you, Switch so Well done.
0: I was a little bit upset. I didn't see any like crazy, like futuristic technology. I was hoping yeah. there might have been some really futuristic um, hospital hospital tech I could have
1: made fun of, like Star Trek. <laughs> And maybe, actually, instead of having a remote-control couch, they had remote-control beds. So the surgeons don't actually have to move from their office. They just... I think they do have remote-control beds, Dave. (laughs) I think those are in hospitals already. (laughs) No, no, no. Ones that can actually, like, roll around on wheels. Like, they sit still, right? And you can remote-control them to, like, move, like, up and down. You don't have to push the dolly. Yes. And, in fact, the surgeons don't have to move from their offices at all. They're like, okay, I, I'm scheduled for a ah. uh, surgery at two with Callie. so you can just go go open to it, open the little um cam, the little camera which is installed on the end of the bed, and you can drive the bed to your own office. And what like, okay, I think, cool. I
0: think a self-driving yeah. bed would make more sense. I think you should have ah, a Fonzerelli Industries uh a <laughs> electric self-driving
1: bed. Yeah, so that's um that's where again. Elon Musk and the fun, the funds come into play mm. and tie themselves into this episode. It's um, fonzx beds.
0: <laughs> that bed, that bed was due in surgery three minutes ago. <laughs> oh, it's stuck in traffic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh.